Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. If you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, exercise, medications, and surgery. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and and consult consult your doctors. doctors. Guys, we all need our vitamins after surgery, regardless of what you think. Yes. It's a must. Yes. So why not choose the easiest and the best tasting in the community? Seriously, it's ProCare, guys. ProCare is so delicious. I use their chewable for over a year. That's how I know. Yes. And I love their capsules. Yes. Love them. They're once a day. I take them at night. Yes. The calcium chews. mm, They have mocktail ones. So go over to ProCareNow.com and use our code OSLP to save some money. Are you feeling lost, alone, maybe a little unsupported in your bariatric journey? Well, if you are, we have a great resource for you. It's called the Tribe Membership, and they have support groups every single day with experts in their field who also had bariatric surgery. Comes with journal prompts, workouts and recipes, you name it. They got it. You'll never feel alone again once you join the tribe. Now go over to thesleepdietitian.com and use code OSLP at checkout. Welcome back, OSLP family. Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleeve Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Maho. I almost did. I, almost I almost messed forgot. it up. It's been a little while <laughs> since we've done the intro, so just forgive me. It always takes a second. It's true. Three story. years in, and I still have that moment of like, Wait, what do what I are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, I love um, it. We just want to talk because at this point, when you're listening to this, mm-hmm. there is legit like two days left. Yeah, there's to vote. like a couple days left to vote. So if you don't know what we're voting on, what are we voting on, Kel? It is called the Just Be You Bariatric Award Show. This is the second year for it right. where we celebrate our beautiful bariatric community, mm-hmm. no matter what platform you're on. And we want to celebrate the people that are out there sharing their stories and inspiring others to have this surgery. Because yep. at the end of the day, less than 1% of people that are eligible actually get bariatric surgery. It's so wild. I, I hate that stat. I hate it. I want it to be like 50%. I understand like it's going to take a lot of fighting. Mm -hmm. Yep. But we are fighting. And one of our ways that we are fighting is bringing all of the people that are sharing into the light. We are bringing it in in a positive way and showing Mm -hmm. that we are working really fucking hard at this and we are not giving up on ourselves. Right. And yes, there may be regain, but we continue to fight even after regain. And we just want to celebrate everybody. So this year, it's going to be in Washington, D.C. Yes. On September 30th. And we are so stoked because we are ooh, at this point like a month away. Uh, no By the big time deal. this no comes out, no yeah. stressed, not stressed at all. <laughs> when it's fine. It's wild because, yeah, when this comes out, there'll be like 31 days left. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. Right now we have 60 days. To the day, I think, or or fifty nine. We're oh, like right don't, there. Nope, we it's don't wild. Be under, nope. So if you guys want to join us, because we are going to be celebrating you guys in yes. person, it's going to be at jbyawards.com. Yep, and go ahead and vote for your people. Mm-hmm. Stat, stat, stat. So yep. that way they can win, and we can give yep. them trophies, and they can feel good about what mm-hmm. they've been doing. Um, and book your tickets, get your hotel room, and if while you're listening to this, you only have a day, so all hotel room bo- like blocks are turned off after the August 30th. Yes. So you so, need to vote mm-hmm. and get your hotel immediately. Yes. Like pause, 
Go do and it. We will wait for you to go do that. Yeah. And so, then just come back. We'll be yeah, here. And we'll be here. <laughs> um, also, if you cannot make it, which we would love to see you in person, but we understand uh, finances, not not yeah. everybody can make it. Of course. Um, you have other obligations mm-hmm. financially can come in. So we are giving a we are doing a live stream this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like to RSVP for that, just go over to also jbyawards.com yep. and register for that link. Um, and that is free. That is free. You do not have to pay. Um, and it comes with a virtual swag bag. So that virtual swag bag is actually open September 1st, all the way through, um, October 31st, October uh, 29th, actually. Oh, 29th. 29th. It is a weird day, but it's the 29th. It's 30 days before 30 days days after after the event. So, but you do get stuff. You get the virtual swag bag for free and then, and you can share that with any of your people. So if you know that your followers or your Family bariatric friendly family members, friends, all of that. Just share it away. It is free for anybody to be there and it is free to watch the live stream of the show. That's and you right. are not going to want to miss it because there may be interviews on the pink carpet. There may be. There may be some interactions with the audience. The audience. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing silly shit like we always do. That's right. Um, I do want to take a second and thank our sponsors. Yes, so, please. Um, our top sponsor once again this year. You guys know we love them. ProCare. They okay. are the ultimate bariatric vitamin. They are. We take them every single day. Well, or night. And uh, they have every product out there. Go check out their website. They're in our all of our bios. Mm-hmm. Yes. So just go. We want to thank them. Yeah. And they have a amazing. code just for JBY. Yes. So. Use the code, get your discount. Yep. And we also have SABP, yes. which is actually a doctor's office with Dr. Fridley. Surgical so Associates, Associates of Bayonet Point. It's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. That's why I like to say the I've acronym. got it down. Yes, I've got it does. down. Yes, she does. Um, we love Dr. Fridley and his wife, Macy. They are a powerhouse team that co- have come in and they truly care about their people. Yes, they do. They really do. And we have actually visited their office in person. We have. Um, so they, if you are in that area, look them up because they are a, an incredible office that would take very good care of you. Mm -hmm. The next sponsor is of course, Jamie, Jamie, the sleep dietitian. And she also has the tribe, which uh, we are both a part of. Yep. We love that. She gives you support groups. She gives you free content. Uh, once you sign up for the tribe and she really sets you up for the best possible journey that you can by giving you every ounce of information that you need. Yes. So and she has actually been personally my dietitian. So I can attest to how um, freaking amazing she is. Yes. And I would like to say dive bar. Dive so bar. we have a lot of like fun in Florida because they're, they're in Florida as well. Yes. Dive bar is delicious. They are caffeine. uh Protein Protein bars. bars. Yeah. And they're going to be at the show. They're going to be giving out stuff at the show. There's a lot of engagement with them. I'm going to be online and at the show. So be like staying tuned to everything because you might get free dive bars. Yes. You might get something that's really cool in a giveaway. And we have been affiliates for dive bars since like the beginning. Yeah. Like them and ProCare have consistently been Mm -hmm. in our corner like just cheering us on. And so it's so great to be able to add Dive Bar into our sponsors this year. I think so. I can't yeah. wait to see Phil again. Professor Phil. Yes. Yeah. And then we also have how to find 
a bariatric therapist.com. Yeah. Which is a brand new website that we, one of our, our good friends, we interviewed her. She has been on the podcast like three times now. Yes. Her name is Ashlyn. Ashlyn. And she is incredible. She also has so much information. She's a smart freaking lady. Well, and she's she, a bariatric patient. She is. Yeah. She's a bariatric a patient who is on GLP one medications, who is also a therapist. Isn't that wild? And it's a lot. And she is a nominee and a presenter. presenter. <laughs> so lots from Ashlyn, but she has created this ultimate website where um, you can actually go on and put in your zip code, your state and find a bariatric therapist near you. Um, so if you know of a bari- bariatric therapist in your area and they're not on that website, tell them that they need to be because yeah. we need an easier way to find help especially after having surgery. Seriously, I know I could have used one. Uh, Yes, I should have gotten one a lot sooner. But, you know, what I do love is that we do have our patrons. We do have our patrons. So if you guys don't know who the patrons are, it's patreon.com forward slash OSLP. And if you choose a $7 or higher tier, you're going to become a Benchy. Yes. And I bring this up because at the JBY, the Just Be You Awards, we actually throw them a Benchy brunch mm-hmm. the next day after. We do. And they don't have to pay for it. They get to come on up to, we're actually having it at a hotel, which is on the rooftop. Rooftop. And it's going to be a, such a fun thing for all of us to hang out with each other, engage with each other, mm-hmm. and just have a good time. And we do that because we want to give back to them. Because if it wasn't for our patrons... A lot of this stuff wouldn't happen. Correct. FYI. They they pay the bills, man. They keep the lights on. (laughs) And they support us as much as we support them. Yeah, absolutely. And that support group, it is not your normal Facebook support group. No. We have heard over and over again that our benchies come in. They feel instantly like supported and they can ask any question. And they have left all other support groups to just be in ours. So. And we're in it, too. We are in it, too. We talk and we, to them. we comment, we engage because that at the end of the day, we love engaging with our people. And when we say OSLP family, we truly, truly mean it. So a free way you can support us is by going over to YouTube. It is preloaded on your phone. Just type in our Sleep Life right. podcast. Hit the bell. Hit the subscribe button so that you're notified when future videos like this one drop because then you would know that we have a guest yeah who's been awesomely silent this whole time exactly exactly (laughs) so welcome on Michaela thank you so much for being on Michaela hi thank you so much I'm so pumped to be here like literally the whole time I was being so quiet I'm like rocking back and (laughs) (laughs) I'm allowed to talk thank you that's awesome and you are actually very active over on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely more active on TikTok than Instagram. I'm trying to get onto both just because I know some people don't download TikTok and things like that, but yeah, Mm, love it. I've been on it since before I had the surgery. And it's actually the reason why I decided to get the surgery done. Just following people just like me who started an account. And that's why I started one too. That's great. I did not know that. Can you tell us why you had surgery? Yeah. Where does it start? Um, did you have, was it always, was your weight always an issue or did you grow into it? What, tell us where it all started. Yeah. So kind of like a combination of both. So I've always been like the bigger girl my whole life, like from probably five years old, I was always taller than everybody. I was bigger than everyone. Um, and then when I transitioned like into high school, um, that's when it became, you know, when the hormones and stuff started, that's when it became even more noticeable. Um, I did cheerleading in high school and like all of my friends were 90 pounds and like, I wasn't 
much heavier. I mean, I, I was heavier, but I'm like five foot seven. Yeah. They're all like barely five foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like much bigger than them. So it kind of like, I always had that stigma of like, I'm bigger, I'm bigger, I'm fat, like my whole life. And okay. then finally, when I got into college and that's kind of when the hormones mm-hmm. and your metabolism starts slowing down even more, mm-hmm. that's when that weight gain really picked up for me. Okay. Um, and then I lost a ton of weight, about 80 pounds on my own, wow. not healthy wow. at all here. Yeah. Terrible way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then once I started that regain of the weight, when I started eating normal, kind of like spiraled into a binge eating disorder mm-hmm. and, um, just kept progressing and progressing until finally I hit that 330 pound mark after mm-hmm. I got married. And I just, just had enough. And I think I actually just came across a TikTok and saw someone do a before and after and was like, wow. Yeah. And just read their story and like, listened to what they had to say. And they had similar struggles to me and dealt with it their whole life. And I'm like, I really could do this. I think this is something that will work for me because I had yo-yo dieted like my whole life. Right. So that's why I ultimately decided like, okay, it's finally time to ask for help and stop blaming myself mm-hmm. for this waking. So would you, would you say that seeing that TikTok was your why moment? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like I would say so, but on top of that, so that was like why I decided on BSG. But when I knew I needed help in general mm-hmm. was actually just a day I was sitting here working. I got up to go to the bathroom and I looked at myself in the mirror and just like, and I had this awful thought. I was like, how much longer and I have never, like, I love being alive. I love being here. Mm-hmm. And I had like, how much longer, like, do I have to keep living? And that freaked uh, me out. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, uh, that isn't good. Like, mm-hmm. why did I just think that? Mm-hmm. And I had a conversation with my husband that night and I was like, Hey, I need to tell you, I thought, thought about this. And I think I need to go talk to somebody and ask for help. And I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. Yeah. I just knew something needed to change. And like I had high blood pressure, I had high cholesterol and I was just so inactive and unhappy. And I was like, I, and again, I had that thought. So then I came across that TikTok. I was like, Oh, like, and then I found the whole community. Like then once you start clicking the hashtags, you yep. find everybody. Yeah. And I saw um, Sam, like Highway to Health. The first girl I saw it was Amy Jo Fit. I don't yep. know if you're familiar yep. with her. Yeah, that was my first TikTok. Wow. And she, I saw myself in her, like that before picture. I was like, that's literally me right now. Yep. And then the after was so shocking. Yeah. I'm like, oh, like, okay, wait, this actually works. Instead of like this weird, like Mediterranean diet, like this is a real yeah. life. Like I could do this. Mm-hmm. And that's when it opened my eyes of like, I'm going to stop punishing myself now. I'm going to go ask for help and like just live and feel like a normal person. So So. did you punish yourself just because you always felt like you weren't what you wanted or was there a reason why you punished yourself? I, when I say punish myself, like I always said, I can do this myself. Like I don't need to go to the doctor. I don't need to talk to anybody Mm -hmm. because it's my fault. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that like food chatter, not everybody has that. Yeah. And I never used that term until I got onto TikTok and started like talking to people and hearing mm-hmm. that they felt the same way. Mm-hmm. And after having BSG, the fact that that switch turned off in my head for the first time in my life, I was like, oh, like yeah. I had this, it's like five. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's quiet. Like I, 
I, it, now I kind of understand the misconception too on like, you took the easy way out because you had this surgery. Um, if I felt like that my whole life, mm-hmm. I understand why they mm-hmm. don't get how a lot of us felt. Like mm-hmm. I get that. If that's what normal people feel mm-hmm. like their whole life, I now understand the misconceptions behind weight loss surgery. Right. I, For sure. Normal. Yeah, <laughs> we call them uh, the normies. Yes, because we're like they don't understand. They, they don't have no understand. Clue. But they don't. They don't understand that chatter part because, like, I thought as, as you, mm-hmm. it's just me that has this chatter, and mm-hmm. I I need to just figure out how do I turn this off mm-hmm. myself, not realizing doctors and dietitians and and people can help you with that chatter and figure it out and yeah like I remember you know having surgery and like with that ghrelin gone that whole mindset is gone Mm -hmm. it's like you look at food completely differently prepping and measuring your food post-op is a beast all in itself portion perfection has actually made it super super simple they have bowls plates and even a lunch bag called the kitten carry where you can have all of the system ready to go Especially when you're on a road trip, that thing is a lifesaver. Yes. So if you want to get these things to help your journey, just go over to portionperfection.com and use our code 15OSLPOD. And again, that's 15OSLPOD. And you can also go over to our Amazon storefront to pick out any of those that you would like to use. While we were in Florida, we got to visit one of our favorite bariatric surgeons, Dr. Donald Fridley at Surgical Associates of Bayonet Point. They tailor make all their plans to the unique needs of each patient. They have this cool thing there. It's an in-body scanner and you get to do it pre-op and post-op. So that way you can see all the differences and all the changes that happen. And he's also one of the surgeons that does his surgery with robotics. And we got to play with that. We did. So we were so so excited and we want you to have such a special care that they give. So go over to sabpweightloss.com right now or give their office a call at 727-819-819. 9107. That's right. So, and tell them that the OSLP girls sent you and they're going to take great care of you. Yeah, exactly. So. I remember talking to Jamie and it was right after I started on Monjaro. Mm-hmm. And she said, if, if I, if other people feel like this, no wonder food has never been a problem for them. Right. Yes. Yep. And yes. I, I just like, she said it and I was like, yes, mm-hmm. that's what I've been like. That's what's the missing piece. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting that you, you just think, why can't I control myself? Why don't I have self-control over mm-hmm. this? But it's really just our brain chemistry. It's the food chatter. Like it, it's, it's internal. So it's not, it doesn't have anything to do with your self-control. Mm-mm. Yes. And they say, oh, well, it's willpower and it's about dedication mm-hmm. and it's about this. Now it is. Yeah. Now this my life is like, I have to choose to go to the gym. I have to choose to be active, but mm-hmm. even when I don't, and I try to explain that to people, like, as long as I'm just like doing my thing, even just a day to day where I'm literally, I don't want to say not trying, like I've totally changed my habits, mm-hmm. but like now I just get to live and I'm not gaining five pounds a week. Like, right. I'm not eating a large pizza in one sitting because my brain is like, you are going through starvation mode right now. Like you need to eat something mm-hmm. like that's just how it constantly felt that I was never, ever satisfied. And I was like this bottomless pit that could just keep going. And nobody understood that. Like, and I just felt insane. So that's what I talk about punishing myself is I blamed me for that for so long. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Because that's, that's really huge. I, I can definitely attest to a feeling like that. So you're not Mm -hmm. alone in the punishment. 
because you feel like why if I could just stop eating as much, then I wouldn't yeah. have this problem. But it's 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 more than it's that. more than that. It's a lot, lot more. Yeah, than that. it's a mindset. It's a body chemistry. It's a you know a lot for me. It's therapy. I needed therapy. I don't know if you felt like that. I mean, I didn't have therapy for the first no seven like, years of my going journey. now, <laughs> like being in it like recently. Yeah, like I wish I would have had it. That's yeah. for sure. It would have helped that first year because mm-hmm. I feel like that first year is really rough on your mental state mm-hmm. um, because you don't know what you just did to your body and then you don't recognize your body. Mm-hmm. And then you're mm-hmm. like, wait, why am I crying? Why am I upset? Like, I don't mm-hmm. understand what to do with this emotion anymore. Yep. Like I used to just eat. Yep. And now I don't know what to do yep. with myself. Cake and, and ice cream yeah. were my friends. Yeah. Mine was uh, cookies and garlic bread. So yes. that's my or jam. just plain gar- bread or just, just plain bread just bread yeah just, i have been known to go to the store and get a french bread loaf with my friend and just share it and eat it just straight it was wild yep oh my so goodness. Like, you realize instead of going to the gym like our wild nights i'd be it'd be like 10 o'clock we should go to bed and i'm like let's get mcdonald's and mm-hmm. i always tell him like when i had the surgery done one of us had to take ourselves out of the equation because he's mm-hmm. lost 60 pounds since i had the surgery wow, oh wow congratulations to him yeah. so i always say clearly someone that was the issue that removed himself and now you're doing great yep and um but i would be like how about we get mcdonald's like i would convince him he's like are you sure should we really do that i'm like yeah we'll watch a netflix show like that's what I was doing. And the mm. thought of that now is kind of like, I don't know why I was doing that. Like, mm. I'm really confused. And I, I never wanted to be a misconception of like, I was overweight because all I did was eat McDonald's and not ever try. Like that wasn't the case mm. either, but there were definitely times where like, that was a fun activity to me. Like you said, go get a whole like French lift. Yep. Like go to McDonald's and we'll each order three sandwiches a piece. Like I don't yeah. know why I was doing that. Yeah. Mm. Well, cause kind of like people <laughs> around us say like, they they do that. They do go to late night mm-hmm. McDonald's and have Netflix and chill and like don't realize yeah. you're eating three different things, not just one thing mm-hmm. or shouldn't have even left in the first place. So it's yeah. it's hard. It's very, very hard. How did you find your your facility, your center? Oh, my gosh. I I don't even know. I think I just Googled like best weight management, like in Ohio. And I just kept <laughs> reading, <laughs> yeah. kept reading different things. And then I read that my surgeon had been there for like 20 something years. Okay. And like, I was, I am very like data driven. So I was reading about any like mortality stuff, like mm-hmm. how successful the surgeries had been. And I really liked their program because as you mentioned, like they offered therapy, oh, they had okay. all of these different like prerequisites to even get the surgery done, like going to a cardiologist, seeing a psychiatrist and um, getting an endoscopy done. So those were things that were like important to me because even though I said like, how much longer do I have to be here? I really, I wanted to live like yeah. so much that I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I want it to be the safest and best mm-hmm. option. So when they had all those things, I felt really comfortable and then just meeting everybody I'm talking like front desk worker, Mm -hmm. the nicest person, like complimenting me on my outfit when I felt like the worst in my life, telling me, Oh, I love your hair. I love this about you. And just like encouraging me and being so kind that as soon as I had my consultation, I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going. Yeah. Sold. Wow. That's incredible. So what was the date of your surgery? How old were you? Yeah, it was October 19th, 2022. Okay. Oh, so I, you're coming up on your first surgery. 
Yes. Yes. So I'm going on 10 months, which is like mind blowing. So Mm -hmm. I was 28 when I had my surgery done. And I also had just gotten married that February. Wow. So yeah. So it was like, everything was happening really quick for me. I had just moved. I had just started a new job. And that was another big reason is my new job that I'm working at now had great insurance. It's covered. I have Sigma. So it was like covered under their policy, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is the time. And they had a great leave policy and like approved of everything for me. So it just was like truly not coincidental in my opinion. Wow. I think the universe hands you what you need. It does. I am a, I am a true believer in the universe works in mysterious ways. And you were meant to scroll across that TikTok. You were meant to see your life in a different light, I think. Because I I feel like that's what I did when I had my aha moment. My why is it was just like everything just like was clear. And I knew exactly what the path was and what I needed to do. I just had to get there. Yep. And I think that's what got me through the liquid diet and all of that. Did you have a liquid, uh, the two week liquid diet? Yeah, I did. And surprisingly, just like you said, I knew how bad I wanted it. Mm. I have cheated on every diet in my Mm. life. And I really only slipped up like one time. And it was in the first like three days. It was two weeks. And I ate a piece of cheese. Like that was the wildest (laughs) thing. Why do we all do that? Everyone says they eat cheese. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I did too. It was string cheese. I didn't have the two week liquid diet, but afterwards I had the liquid diet. And like at the end of like day eight or nine, I was like, I'm fucking having cheese. Really? I'm like, she's never told me that. I did. I forgot about it when she's mentioned cheese. I pictured myself at the refrigerator being like, no, first day. Like, <laughs> time, like can't make it through the end of the night without a slice of pepper jack. And uh, nice. <laughs> I think but, obviously yeah. it was fine. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like we, yeah, I lost 17 yeah. pounds. Um, wow. it. So yeah, it was a great jump start. Mm-hmm. But what I will say, what came with that is, well, if you can do so good on this diet, just from like people around me and it was it wasn't met with any harm. It was kind of just like curious, like if you can do so good on this diet, why can't you just diet like that? Get the weight off. I'm like, because I can't just drink pure liquids for the rest of my yeah, life. If I could, yeah. I wouldn't even have to think twice That's about exactly. it. Exactly. Like if I could just be on pure liquids forever and not feel the deprivation of needing actual food or chewing or yes. chewing, that would be great. I got the same questions because yeah. when I was going through my two week liquid diet, I actually went on a trip with some friends. I was over mm-hmm. at my ex-husband's family's house. Like, and I yeah. had my, I had my little bag. I had all my protein shakes in there for the, because I knew I was not giving this up. No, I no. was not screwing up. So I couldn't have the surgery and I was scared shitless. I was going to go in and she's going to be like, nope, your liver's not small enough. So we're back up. So I was like, no, I am not doing anything to Mm -hmm. harm that. And I remember getting that exact same question because they're like, how much have you lost? You already like you look like you've lost weight. I'm like, yeah, I'm down 10 pounds. Like I'm I'm feeling clearer, like in my brain. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, if you can do it like so good on this, why? Why would you have the surgery? And I'm like, because this isn't forever. Yeah, this is literally pre-op. This is pre. Yeah. Like there's a reason why they put you on this. <laughs> this isn't a healthy diet for the rest of your life. No, this so, is for surgery. This is for surgery. And so I was like, no, this is the path I need to go down. And mm-hmm. I was just very like, because I was very open. I don't know if you were open about what you were. No, no, no. Yeah. Actually like my beginning TikToks and now I look at them, I kind of laugh. It's like, 
it's nobody's business. Like it's me so angry because it's people to know. And like, clearly I had done something because I'm like dramatically losing weight. I'm like, it's nobody's business. If I had weight loss surgery and like, I still, I'm really happy that I didn't tell a lot of people Mm -hmm. because it really protected me and like gave me the strength to keep going in the beginning. So that Mm -hmm. I didn't get those unsolicited remarks and my family was very supportive of me and I like select people Mm -hmm. and they were very supportive. They're like, as long as you will live and you'll be happy, that's all we care about. Like, we just Mm -hmm. want to make sure this is safe. So that was what we cared about. And once we got past that, it was like, no, we're not going out out to eat. Like even my mom, like so sweet. Cause I had an October. So then Thanksgiving was right after. So like my mom made like healthy things so that I could have it at Thanksgiving, like little bite sized things. That's nice. Like, yeah, everyone really like catered around me. And like I said, as long as I was going to be alive and be healthy and it wasn't going to shorten my life, like no one cared. They were all in, but yeah, I, I kept it quiet. I did tell someone and they told someone. And then like, I got this like huge reaction, like, Oh my God, everybody look at Michaela. She had weight loss surgery. Doesn't she look so good? And I was like, what the hell is this person? Yeah. Yeah. So that was really shocking. And that was the moment I was like, thank God I didn't tell a lot of people because I don't like how this just went down. Like Mm -hmm. I I didn't care at that Mm -hmm. point because I had lost I think when all that happened, like 60-ish pounds at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I did. Like, I don't care. Like it's clearly working. So whatever. But at the same time, it was like such a shock yep. that someone knew. But then that my TikTok kind of started getting a little bigger at that point. I'm like, and I'm an idiot. I had no clue the whole time I had to sync with my contacts. So people <gasps> secretly knew, but didn't tell me that they knew. <laughs> they're protecting me. <laughs> It's really sweet now. Don't message me like, I'm so glad you're open about your journey. Just so you know, I secretly would watch you. That's hilarious. And I'm like, oh oh my God, like you all saw that like in the very early stages. That's amazing. It's not as bad what I'll say as what I thought it would be. Like I thought everyone was going to be like, oh, like she's so embarrassing that she had weight loss surgery and she's this and she's that. Mm -hmm. And more than anything, the only negative things I get are from like anonymous accounts, never right. like actual well, I'll say it to your face, mm-hmm. but it's more support than I ever thought was possible from people who don't even struggle with their weight. Just people going out of their way to be like, so happy for you. And that you're like helping people and being open about your journey, which mm-hmm. I didn't expect that at all. Yeah. So, I mean, that's fantastic. why I didn't tell a bunch of people either mm-hmm. because I only told like a select few and like mm-hmm. a couple people of my family, not even like mm-hmm. the extended new. No, I got no idea what I was doing. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And then actually one time my mom told Lacey. Well, anyways, we're not going to go into Lacey, but she told this. We told Lacey and I was like, why the fuck would you tell her mom? And she's like, I don't know. She asked her you were doing. Just tell her I'm fine. Why are we talking about my weight loss surgery and how much I've lost and what's Mm -hmm. going on? And she's like, well, I'm happy for you. I'm like, good. Be happy with me. Like, there is a reason why I don't tell people because I don't like. I don't like all the judgment and the questions because mm-hmm. I actually had a bunch of haters and a bunch of people. And I've had I've lost friends because of it. So it's mm-hmm. like I really don't I didn't like talking about it mm-hmm. um, until we did the podcast. And <laughs> I mean, to tap onto that, I've lost friends, too, because yep. of the, we both have. the fact that I lost weight and she couldn't handle mm-hmm. that I had lost weight. And like even like an innocent thing of like, I'm kind of excited because this shirt's kind of big now, like. Even that, like, I guess she had sent me this long email about how, like, she cried in the closet to her husband, like, when I was staying there. And I'm just like, 
that sounds like a you problem. Like you're not happy with you. Why are you putting it on me just because I got healthy? Yeah. Because I can't sit on the couch with you and eat cookies all night. Mm -hmm. Like, and you can't go to Aldi's Mm -hmm. and get your ice cream. Yeah. I have two. Oh, Andy, sorry. Ask me that all the time. Like, did you lose from like, well, I already lost them all due to my like own self. (laughs) So I only have two (laughs) and they were, they're like, right. guy, like maids honor my wedding. Like they're they're my like childhood friends. So he sent me flowers in the hospital. I told, I told everybody kind of later though, like even them, it was like a month away from my surgery. Like I waited to tell even my parents until I was approved for everything. Yeah. Like it was for real. But then I, when I told my mom was when I had my endoscopy scheduled and she went with me um, and took there. But like, besides that, I was waiting until there was no turning back, like that I was good to go. And it was a yes. Then I told, because I was like, nobody is going to change my mind. Like I'm waiting to get through everything where there's, you can't really, you could turn back, but like that I wouldn't turn back. No. So at that point you've worked so hard to get there. Like Yes, it's it's kind of scary uh, because it is an unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you have an yeah. idea of it, but, you know, we never know. Mm-hmm. And so being stressed out and like anxiety for it is totally uh, normal. And yeah. I, I kind of feel like we get messages all the time. They're like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can do it. Like I'm, I'm having like panics yeah. about it. And I'm like, there is one person this, I was concerned about. Remember, I was. Like, we, we both yeah. were like this person like is very scared of surgery. Yeah. And we actually sent them back to their surgeon to talk to and a therapist. So I was like, I can't calm them down. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we always say like, it's completely normal to be a little scared. It's completely normal. Yeah. Everybody has that, that little bit of fear of what's going to happen after. Um, or you have the fear of like, I'm just, I'm not going to lose weight. I'm going to be the one person that it doesn't work for. Oh, I thought and I'm not going to lose a pound yep. and I'm going to have gone all through through all of this not to for lose no any reason. Weight. Yep. Yep. And I had that thought, too. I was like, I'm. it's not going to work for me. Like, I don't know if you felt like that. I know a lot of people that have like it hasn't worked for them, actually. And mm-hmm. so it gave me like they would the people that I've talked to, they told me like what went wrong. Like, well, I did this and this like mm-hmm. too early. Like I started drinking too early. The alcohol was too much yep. like and things like that. So it really encouraged me like, okay, I really cannot like fall off this path. Like it has to, I have to be strict. And so in the beginning, I really, really was. And I think that allowed me to heal yeah. a lot. Like my relationship with food by following the rules. Like I understand why that's why they're in place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are just like, I don't want to follow like anything. Mm-hmm. And I totally get that. Like I'm was drinking with a straw like day one, but like there's some things yeah. I feel like they put in place to help you like mm-hmm. build a solid path. It's oh, almost like, yeah. like yeah. as long as a structure build, like, you're good to go with everything else that comes your way. Like doesn't matter what color you paint it, like it's still a house. Yeah. And exactly. that's like how this is like if you follow the rules in the beginning, you can start to have a little more fun and have a Oreo cookie every now and then and a alcohol drink. And like then you start adding the stuff in, but like you already have the solid structure and that solid plan. So it was scary to know people have failed and people that like I think the world of and think are great, but at the same time, like, okay, well, how can I make this different? Like they are telling me it's because of their choices, not because of the actual surgery yeah. itself. Yeah. I'm actually really glad to hear that they took ownership of yeah, it. Yeah. I was, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. Because like, it isn't, the tool is not end all be all. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it really yeah. is your choices and how you follow the rules. Like me and mm-hmm. Kelly were very like by the book. I was almost, yeah. I was, she too, was much. too far. I went too, too far. far. I like to touch the line with my toe, maybe go over a little bit. Then I pull it back. But yeah, I went a little too, she went a little too far. Yeah. But the, but we both like did have a good baseline. Like we that, did. that first year is very, very important. And you're almost hitting your one year. Mm-hmm. So exciting. <laughs> and it's like, I couldn't stress much like any more that that first year get all your behaviors in line mm-hmm. because year two is hard. <laughs> year two is even harder because it's all about mindset. Yep. Because the weight slows down. You're either at goal, maybe a little later, you know, maybe you're almost there. So weight starts to like slow down. You're it's not coming off as fast. And, you know, yep. maybe that that hunger's coming mm-hmm. back. And so you're you're kind of like. Okay, these things are different. Mm-hmm. And I know maintenance scared the shit out of me. Yeah, like, you didn't know what to do. It scared the shit out of me. And now, like, I'm in maintenance for with my Manjaro, and I feel very settled in my decision. Like, I'm like, I'm good where I'm at weight wise. I don't really care to lose anymore. I want to focus on the good things, not the, not what I'm losing or, you know, I, I don't want to lose weight to where I lose myself. Correct. So, Correct. and I think, that it's good to keep that first year mm-hmm. very in line, especially with alcohol. I am a firm believer yes. that introducing alcohol too early, number one, can give you transfer addiction. Yeah. It slows your weight down 72 hours From after you've had an alcoholic drink. Yep. And if you're very hyper-focused on that scale dropping, but you're drinking every weekend or every other day or some people drink every day and there's no judgment. I'm just saying I'm a firm believer in people waiting to introduce as long as they can. I, I was, I think 16 months and I was 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. It was on my 30th birthday Mm -hmm. in Mexico. I was like, yeah, I have to have the tequila shot that they're literally pouring to everybody. Like, I'm like, I'm in the pool. I'll open my mouth for this. This And you did the surgery so you could have moments like that. Yeah. Like that was like the coolest feeling was to be in an airplane without having to like do all the things like and not be scared. Like it was insane. Have you had any like big non-scale victories that stick out? Yeah. One, the plane seat. I used to have to always use a seatbelt extender. Mm. That was huge. Um, Two, not trying testers. I love Disney world. I love theme parks in general. You're my girl. Yes. So not trying the tester seats. Like mm-hmm. nobody knows what that feels like the first time you don't fit or they kind of have to push down on the thing to like get you in. Mm-hmm. And so after I got pushed down on for the first time, I was like, what if I, I didn't even know that was a thing that people couldn't fit on yeah. that roller coaster. Yep. I had no clue. So then I would try every single tester. Mm-hmm. So when I lost, I mean, it was the pl- trip was already planned. I went to Disney world, the hundredth anniversary thing with my mom. Okay. And Yes. And I, my goal was to lose a hundred pounds by the time that I got there and I did. <gasps> and so, yeah. So, I mean, it was a scale victory, I guess, cause I lost hundred pounds, but at the same time it was like, Oh, my mom, she's six years old, but like she runs like the freaking wind. Like she is just so fast. And I was out, even though she's 60, I'm like, I was out walking my mom, like ah! I was beating her and everything and was like, Oh mom, like keep up with, keep up with me and walk <laughs> 20,000 steps a day and ready to rock and roll. Like that's never been me. I always need a break. I always need a nap. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, we're like rope dropping every morning and staying out till midnight every night. I about love it. But yeah, wow. it that's was, a great feeling. I, that's yeah. so cool. I love, I, I love that. Number one, Disney, like 
Disney freak, Universal yeah. freak. Yeah. Like I'm literally wearing my my Hagrid's shirt from Universal today. It was just meant to be. Um, but I love having those moments because I was such a scaredy cat before I had surgery. I didn't want to go on roller coasters. I stayed on the ground. I took pictures of everybody else enjoying them. I really did not. And it was my childhood. I had a bad experience with a with a with a coaster, with, not with a coaster, but a ride. And I ended up having they had an emergency stop and take me off. It was a whole thing. Anyway, okay, so I kind of want to know what ride. Oh, it was the octopus. And mm, my dad, who I've only seen like maybe five times in my life, he's dead now. So it like it's uh, it's just weird. But he was he had visited for some unknown reason yeah. and took me decided to take like five year old me on the octopus and I ended up screaming so loud, like bloody murder, that they had to emergency stop it and get me oh off God. of it because I would not stop screaming. <laughs> so <laughs> me and the octopus, we're we're not friends not yet. Friends. We're not friends yet. We're getting there every every time I get well, a little closer. OK, we've been on the octopus together, though. No, it wasn't you. Mm-mm. Oh, it was Mm-mm. Megan. I was on an octopus with Megan and there was a little girl in the other one. And I got made fun of for how much I was yeah I was screaming by a little girl yep yeah yep it happens it's it a happens. little scary whatever it is scary so <laughs> but my point of this is is that I was so scared from that that I lived my life being scared yeah I was scared of rides I was scared of heights I was I like literally I I mean I was scared of everything mm-hmm. and now I remember going to Universal with Mel because even like right after surgery, the first time I went to Disney World and Universal, Mm -hmm. like I still wouldn't go on like the Hulk ride or anything like that. That That's the first thing we did. And so, yeah, we walked in and her and Dylan were going to go on the Hulk. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If I die, I die. Like, oh, well. Like, at least I was having fun. And I'm not I'm not even kidding you. I walked off that ride and I was like. Like I was shaking mm-hmm. so bad, but then I was like, I what's to, next? Yeah. What's I next? I really like that ride. The yeah. whole ride's a lot of fun. I'm it is. And you're very secure. So I think that was the best one mm-hmm. for me to do. Like as my first official roller coaster, like, like coaster, yeah. coaster not, yeah. not baby coaster. Like, and, and to me, that's like living. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I say. Like when I said, like, I think really when I had that thought, I was like, how much longer it's because I was not a lot like. Mm-hmm. I always feel like this was like a rebirth for me. Like mm-hmm. I'm actually Michaela now. And when I look back at those pictures, like obviously that was Michaela too, but those to me, those are two different people mm-hmm. because of how just like, I was not myself. Right. One, I was very angry and like negative mm-hmm. Two, very scared. Like you said, like I wasn't adventurous. I always wanted to stay home. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to try new things. Three, I'm like a talker. I talk everyone's heads off. I like, obviously I'm on podcast. I love it. I'm so excited. But like, <laughs> you couldn't get a word out of me unless it was something mean about, like, I was just like talking shit about people or like, like, look at that person. They're doing this and very judgmental. Mm-hmm. And every time I get like that, I'm like, what's wrong? I'm behaving this way. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it just all turned into this big thing. And I'm like, I'm not alive. Like that's mm-hmm. not living to me unless you're experiencing new things, laughing, mm-hmm. like, doing things that scare the shit out of you. Like that's mm-hmm. not being alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just feel like I was dead for like a while. And now yeah. I'm here and can't stop me. Like everyone's like, Oh my God, you've been traveling so much. I'm like, yeah, because I sat inside my house the past like five years mm-hmm. and did nothing. Yeah. They didn't mm-hmm. want people to look at me. Yep. And yeah. now I want everyone to see me. Now I wear hot pink clothes, which I used to just wear like 
all, you know what I mean? Like all yeah. ball colors and like yep. my hair in a bun, no makeup on because mm-hmm. I didn't think I deserved to be able to like dress up mm-hmm. and like even wearing the color pink, like I used to say my favorite color was blue because I felt like it suited, suited me better. Even okay. though I'm always been like a Barbie, Barbie mm-hmm. girl. Like I love Barbie. I love Minnie Mouse. I love Cinderella. Like but I would lie and be yep. like, no, I like, we like, I do love Lilo and Stitch, but like, yeah. I do that kind of girl, like, no, like mm, I'm just something like more mild that didn't make me stand so out. out. So mm-hmm. I would say that's even a non-scale, like oh, wearing yeah. clothing and yeah. doing my makeup. Stuff like I that. feel that's the ultimate non-scale victory for all of us. When we get to that moment where you're like, this is me, this mm-hmm. is who I was meant to be right now Yep, is who I was yeah. mo- supposed to be. And your personality shines and you meet people within, you know, that are like-minded and you start to really streamline your life of with and surround yourself with people that love and understand you. And it's not so much like, the amount Mm -hmm. it's the content of it. And I really think that is the, um, you know, especially for me and it sounds like for you, like being yourself, just being able to be yourself is huge. It really is. Cause I know I feel the same, like after surgery took a few years for Mm me. Um, I questioned everything Mm -hmm. in that second year and you might feel that Kelly did. It was really funny. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God, what I think like it's really happening. Well, and and there was a couple like I was going through a divorce, so mm -hmm. I was questioning like more than just normal, no normal. I was like, do I like this? No, I don't like why do I even have this? I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I I don't know if you've started that yet, but I know like a lot of people start doing the whole like, do I even like this stuff? Do Mm -hmm. why am I even wearing these things like or listening to these things? All Mm -hmm. that. The whole closet. Yeah. It's it's like it's just I just keep looking at more stuff. I'm like, what? I wore it because it was the only thing I fit. Yeah. So like someone commented on one of my videos the other day and they're like, Oh my God, I used to buy those ugly Walmart shirts too. And like straight up called me out. And I'm like, that's one of those ugly Walmart shirts. Cause it was the only shirt that fit. Like yep. mm-hmm. and I desperately needed a new top because mm-hmm. it was like few, unless you want to go. The only other option was ever torrid. Yep. And then you couldn't find anything that didn't have a giant quote on it or a skull somewhere. And I'm like, I can't wear this skull with snakes coming out of it to an interview. I'm not sure what I'm going to do. You know, so it's just like, I don't know things like that. I've totally changed my hair. I used to have really dark hair, which like still loved it, but I I never would try blonde because again, I felt like it put too much attention on me. So I didn't want to do it. Or like even just doing my own makeup. I always would pay someone to do my makeup because I said I didn't know how to do it right. And I just thought a lot differently of myself than I think now. And like, even having these conversations with you, like I would have probably thought that nobody cared and it didn't matter. So like, it wasn't worth having and it, nobody needs to listen to me. And I think just even having a TikTok when people started following me and I was just saying what I actually thought, mm-hmm. um, I was like, Oh, that's like validate. Like it, it was validation of like, mm-hmm. Oh, people understand. And like, that's the real me. Yeah. So I am the real me now, but I also have to deal with the consequences of my actions of the old me and maybe how I treated people when I was unhappy. Yeah. I'm learning that too. And that for people to see that, like, and and it's like, I know people, I I don't even want to say people, like, it's not like I did anything crazy, but I hope people see that I've changed and that like, I'm a lot 
happier. Maybe some of the negative stuff I've said or didn't even realize I said like that I can be forgiven for. I just didn't realize I was that way until I went back and like watched videos. Like my husband would take me and it's me like, like, you know, or like, awful. I'm like, you're like, what? what? Do you do that? Like, or like, just hey, reading old text messages, and I'm like, oh my god. Or someone will say like, yeah, you said like this to me one time. I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I didn't even know. And mm-hmm. I think you can just be like overshadowed by like this anger you're feeling about yourself and projected onto other people mm-hmm. around you. And I totally, my husband got it all. So thank mm-hmm. God he stuck around. Yeah. <laughs> He really, truly loves you. No. Yeah. Well, we talk about two people are always like your relationship wasn't impacted mm-hmm. after weight loss surgery because mm-hmm. there's a high mm-hmm. divorce there rate, is. but like who I was when we met is also who I am now. Mm-hmm. And so the weight gain really, I would have a happy weight. Like when you're just eating, you don't care right. anymore after yeah. we met. And, but that's not who I was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So thankfully that personality now matches the same. He never said that about me or anything. I yeah. just say that about yeah. myself. I was really mean to Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I'm really glad you pointed this out because I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Which part? How you feel so negative about yourself that mm. you project it onto the people around, that you. around you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what's happening. And it's so hard because I know when you're in this space and you know, I was in a very dark space for a long time when I was bedridden. Yeah. And it I was negative. Mm-hmm. I was negative and I didn't have anything to talk about because I couldn't leave my bed. So what could I do? I could judge other people and I could yeah. do, you know, I could s- say like, oh, they're the ones with the problem or they do this or they do that. And it was all reflective on myself because I was so unhappy And I couldn't control anything that was going on or I thought I couldn't control it because in the end I did control it. And, you know, same for you, Michaela, you controlled it in the end. But in the moment, you feel like you're so you're just so angry at yourself. Yeah. And the only way that it can get out is by like exploding on other people. Mm -hmm. And I I feel like that was a common for me. I was say, we need to definitely talk to a therapist about that. Like, yeah. On the I don't show. know if you. No, I was always scared of people not liking me, but oh, I so would. You didn't do that. So I did the opposite. I was like, how nice can I be? So you're not mean to me. That's really what I. Wow. Yeah. That's kind of wow. what I realized. But actually, the past few weeks is realizing like that was a, that's a coping mechanism. That's how I would use. Mm-hmm. I was like, they can't be mean to me if I'm really nice. There's no way. Like, mm-hmm. like that's on them now. Like then they look like the asshole. So mm-hmm. all I can do is just be as kind and as nice as possible. And if they're mean to me, then I don't have any like, like regrets. Yeah. And, and it worked, it works for a while. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely does. Um, but that was definitely a thing. Like I, people would be mean to me. Like I said, like we've lost friends. Mm-hmm. I've had family members be mean. Mm-hmm. And that was just me just being kind to them and being like, okay, well, this is just what I'm doing. And I feel good about it. Like, yep. Yep. You know, so there always were like the comments of, do you think you can keep it off or do you think you can actually do this? Like or Grandma Charlotte saying that to Eric, like my my ex and was like, do you really think that this is going to work for her? And it's like, yeah, yeah. I was a single mom for two and a half years. If I can fucking do that, I can do this. Yeah. Like 
fuck your face right now. <laughs> yep. Like I can do this. Yep. I want, I didn't, it was weird not having people have faith in me mm-hmm. and it was very frustrating. And so like, I just took everything on my own. I was like, that's mm-hmm. why the first four years I didn't tell anybody. That's mm-hmm. why I just looked at the book and did the things. You didn't really talk about it. I didn't talk about I it. I was supportive though. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of you. Yeah. Every moment. Cause I wanted to take all the photos and yeah. she's like, no, I'm good. And I'm like, no, let me take some photos of you. Like, there was, you're wearing that aerial tank top. It was at Dylan's birthday party. It was like, he was turning like eight or something like oh, that. I know what and she's talking she about. And she hates this photo. I hate it. But Ugh. I was so proud of her. And I just wanted her to like record the work that she, she had put in. Yeah. And I just like, so there were stupid fucking people that didn't believe in you. Yeah. And, but there are people that saw the hard work. Oh, they did. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, like, the true ones. Those are know, the ones that stay around. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So good. So how much have you lost total at this point? Oh, I was going to ask that too. So today, officially, it was 107 pounds. I had been stuck at 105 for the past like two months. Okay. So I finally moved. So Yay. yeah, 107. But Yay. you know crazy? Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's not very good. I don't know why I think that. But meanwhile, when someone tells me like, I've lost 10 pounds in a month. I'm You're like losing so slow. I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. You're not losing slow. But for me, I've lost 107. I'm like, oh, we can do not, better. It's not a year yeah. yet. And you've lost 107. That's wild. Yeah. I think it's a lot of pressure. Maybe you guys have felt this way too. It's like, I had the surgery done. So like, why am I already not at the goal? Like oh. at my goal Cause like to be at my goal, I still have like 40-ish pounds to lose. And so I'm like, well, wait, it's 185. So I'm at 223. Yeah. So oh, a little less than 40. Now we're yeah, getting closer. Look at yeah. That. Like, it's exciting. But it, and then sometimes I'm like, I'm okay. Even if I don't hit my goal, like I'll talk myself into that thing too. Mm-hmm. And that's only because then I get like, I don't believe in myself. Like, I don't think it's ever possible to get there. Yeah. Like I won't ever hit that 185 like number. And so that's been hard for me to be like, it's going to take time. It does. It's lower right now. And that's okay. So totally what you're talking about, the mental game is coming into play. Yes. And this might help. I was 308 pounds and Mm -hmm. the lowest I ever got was 179. And that took a year and a half. Okay. That makes me feel a lot better. Okay. Yes. I must, I was yes. a slow loser, mm-hmm. but I yes. still got there. I never got to my goal weight. My goal weight was 165. My, I mean, my surgeon didn't give that to me. I yeah. gave that to myself. I was just about to say yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So that's where I wanted to be. Never got there. Mm-hmm. But I, once you get to like, even like close to it, you feel great. Like yeah. I felt like at 180, 185, I feel great. Like it's amazing. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yep. All the clothes fit. I can go mm-hmm. into stores. I can go into a van mm-hmm. store or a Volcom store. And wear one yeah. of their dresses. What? Yes. Wild. You know, yep. This is normal, normal clothes, normie clothes. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I can walk into a store. I wore a uh, size extra large, like shorts, like jean shorts. Mm-hmm. And it was from a boutique. And I have never been able to wear anything, any pants ever from a boutique in my right. life. Yeah. And my grandma was like, try these on, Michaela. And they're like, cut off shorts. I was like, no, nah, they're not going to fit. But like, she like made me in every single pair fit. And she's like, we're buying them all. Like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, grandma. Oh, I love it. I didn't believe that. Though I was Mm -hmm. like, when they fit and they looked good, now they're like my like daily shorts. I always Mm -hmm. wear. I still am in disbelief. Like sometimes I feel like the biggest fraud that like I didn't actually lose weight. I'm just like making it all up and putting on this like weird (laughs) little act. Like 
hey guys, it's me. Like I've lost 107 pounds, but I'm lying to everyone. Like it's like a weird yeah. thing I have in my head that like I didn't actually do it. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I did. Yeah. Like sense? the imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I, mm-hmm. I have it every day of my life. I'm yeah. like, I am lying. And when people see me, they still think that like, that's how yep. I feel. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it, it's a really weird. Cause I'll look in my mirror and I'll be like, Oh, I feel really good. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, okay, I feel good today. And then I'll walk by, like, I'll go over to Mel's house and I'll walk by a mirror and I'm like, oh, I haven't lost enough. Like, so, but then I'm like, you're an idiot because you have <laughs> lost enough and you're in a healthy range and just stop. Like it's, yeah. it's a yeah. balanced mental game because it's like, you don't want to get too comfortable to where you stay where you're at or you yeah. accept something that you don't like that you know you can push further. Right. But then also don't push it so far to where you're not realistic. It's it's this yeah. balance and it's very hard to find. I, I've I'm still trying to find it. Well, and we really encourage ranges. Yeah. So like pick a range yep. to be in mm-hmm. instead of just an actual number, because mm-hmm. like you're going to fluctuate anyway. I mm-hmm. literally for three years, <laughs> I'm eight years out. So three years I sat at one ninety two. The whole time. Yep. Like I would mm-hmm. literally maybe lose a pound and then gain a pound, lose a pound. It, it was fucking annoying. Like, it, is, yeah. it was so annoying. And I never went back to like I stopped going to my doctor around year five, um, year four or five right there, because I was like, she's just going to tell me you're doing a good job. Keep going. So like I would just get my blood taken for mm-hmm. my PCP. But I if I now that I know. If I told her I've been in a stall for even a year, she would have done something different. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize yeah. that like. Oh, there's other things that can help me. There's <laughs> other tools. There's to add other to tools to add. Belt. Yeah. I had no clue. And so I was like, I just hid it from her. And then we're like, and when mm-hmm. I finally went back, she's like, well, we can do things. And I'm like, oh, okay. That well, works. You just made me want to tell a secret, like an honesty hour. Oh, secret time. Well, I skipped my last doctor's appointment because <gasps> I hadn't lost any weight. Cause you're scared. I know. I mean, just said that I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I should have won. They probably would have told me something different, but Mm -hmm. like in my head, that was not the thought. But when you just said Mm -hmm. that, I felt like my brain just exploded. Like, damn, I probably could have broke that stuff a lot faster Mm -hmm. because I just like, they're always so proud of me. Like, yay, you lost like Mm -hmm. this amount. And like, they're all pumped. Mm -hmm. So I did not want to go back. Like those are my like number one cheerleader. I didn't want to go back. Like, I didn't lose anything. And then like in my head, I'm like, they're think I'm cheating. They're going to think it's because I had too many Oreos this month. Like I messed up. It's my fault. Like I blamed mm-hmm. me, but really I've just been, I've still been doing the same thing. Like there's times I could definitely be a little more active, but mm-hmm. I was, it came down to protein. I just yeah. upped my protein and it started moving again. Okay. So I'm like, those well, are the there you go. two factors that yeah. you can check is protein water. and water. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people think mm-hmm. I'm nuts about the water thing, no, but it works. Not. It you're totally not, works. you're not, because I knew when I wasn't losing weight, mm-hmm. I would just make sure I was hitting my water every single day and then it would drop off. Yeah. Like it was stupid, but it does. It works. It totally and works. you are not alone, Michaela, because when I started regaining, <laughs> okay, this is the secret time for everything. It's a secret <laughs> because I actually recorded this, but never posted it. So me and Mel last year before the award show drove around to all of our local bariatric centers. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we left my surgery center for last. Mm-hmm. And we're I had I had not been in there. I've been skipping my appointments for since I started regaining. Mm-hmm. And we pulled into the parking lot and I was like, 
oh, I feel really nervous. And like, she I did. actually was- pulled out my phone and recorded me like feeling nervous of going in that Dr. Thompson was going to look at me and be like, you gained all your weight back. You failed me. Get out. Yeah. Like, that's what I built up in my head. Right. We walked in. We talked to Ellen. We talked to, I don't think Dr. Thompson was there. Um, but the thing is, is like, if I had gone in sooner and said, I've regained 10 pounds, we could have had a different discussion. Yep. I could have been yeah. like, help. I need help. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I'm trying to do everything, but I'm, I'm having problems. And even if I had said like, help, I haven't moved at all in my weight. Like, that's not a failure. No, it's no. just your body chemistry. And I think that comes with negative experiences mm-hmm. for me. Like, yep, I know you guys are nodding mm-hmm. from when I was a kid. And they're like, here's the food pyramid. You should be eating like this. Like, and like, mm-hmm. basically you're a fat little kid, like lose some weight. Like that's mm-hmm. what they would tell you. So it's like, you don't want to tell the doctor no. and yep. that's not who they are. No. I mean, for me and probably your case too, like no. at these surgery centers, like they understand, which is why they perform the surgeries yes. to begin with. Yes. <laughs> and they want to help you, but mm-hmm. like, it's hard to shake that thought out of your head. Like for me, it literally was just right now that I had the realization when you said you could have had a different conversation. I'm like, yeah, so goodbye. Like I really you, could have. And you, I, I and you still why. can, you still can. Yeah. I'm going back. Okay. Please I'm go back. Get okay. your blood reschedule, work done. Reschedule your appointment. And make sure all your levels here. are good. I actually did my blood work. I was pretty proud of myself. Yeah. Because I, that's like the last thing on my brain. I'm like, I know. In the beginning of this whole process, get so much blood work. So now I avoid it like a plague. Like anytime I get told I have to do it, I'm like, "Eh, well, they hand me the paper and then I stick it in my car and then it gets lost in my car. And then I forget about it. And then I find it. And then I'm like, okay, I got to make that appointment. And then I stick it in my back in my car or in my satchel. And then I forget about it in my satchel and my car. It doesn't matter yes. where it's at. No. And I, I just forget about it. And so fast. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, I can't go because I just ate A, B, or C already. Yeah. And I can't yeah. go now. So then it's like that whole thing too. So. Yes. Well, I encourage you to go back because yes. I guarantee I you they are not going to be disappointed. No. They're not. No. I mean, all of us feel that drive. At least I I think we do both do. The drive to be the best bariatric patient for your surgeon. Yep. And that's yes. why I didn't go back because mm-hmm. I felt like I was failing her. Yep. And that's why mm-hmm. I was scared to death to eat a potato. That's true. <laughs> she wouldn't eat a potato for almost a year. It was over a year. Over a year. Yeah. She, like, she ate a potato. I literally had my first potato because Ellen, my dietitian, was like, Kelly, eat a potato. Um, eat a potato. And I'm like, I don't know if I can. I'm really scared. I don't eat carbs. And she's like, Kelly, potatoes are not going to hurt you. Eat a potato. <laughs> And like, I, I was scared, like really scared to eat a potato. So I encourage you and everybody that's listening. Yeah. They're not disappointed in you. They are beyond thrilled by the success that you have had. And if you are going backwards or you're just struggling a little bit, that's what they're there for. It's not like they have surgery and then they're like, okay, this bitch is done. Get her out. Never want to see her again. Yeah. Right? No, they want to get paid. Yeah. Also, if you want to think yeah. about it that way, yeah. your visits help pay them. Yeah. They, they, they want you there. That is true. They do want you there. So, so go back. Think of it that way. Say hi. Say. So I have a couple questions. One, food-wise, what are you eating? And two, how was your sleep? 
Okay. So I have sleep apnea, but it's very like, I don't need a uh, CPAP anymore, but I still wear it because I'm like obsessed with mine. I don't know. It's kind of like an issue. I a lot of people hate it. I hate it. I, mean, I, oh, I cried. See, I cried the first night because we were just married and this is before I had the surgery or anything. And I was like, Oh my God, look, I have to wear this. We just got married. And then I put it on and the air started like blowing into my nose. And I was like, good night. And I went to bed for <laughs> the best night's sleep like ever. So I have not, not, there's never been a night I haven't worn it like wow. at all. I've worn it. And like, even my doctor, when he pulled my stuff, he's like, you are a star sleep apnea, like CPAP wearer. Like that's amazing. So I do religiously wear it. Um, so sleep is great. I go to bed every night, probably like 11. My job doesn't start till nine and I work from home. Perfect. So I sleep from literally 11 to nine every day. So that's wow. Good. So you've got a very yeah. consistent sleep schedule. It sounds like yes. it's very restful. So yes. awesome. Yeah. That's probably another reason yeah. why you have done so incredibly well is yeah. your sleep. Yeah. Sleep is highly important. I am learning this. Yes. Yep. I'm learning. Yes. And next one then would be the food, I guess. Yeah. Yes. I am a turkey meatball addict, like okay. any form of turkey meatball. I okay. eat those all the time. It was something the dietitian said, and it was like the only thing that she said that day that sounded actually good. And then I just eat them because they're high in protein, yep. but like, they're not very dense. They're not hard on your stomach. Right. So it was when I switched to like regular foods, that was like, I think it's still my comfort and like safe food mm-hmm. that I know is healthy. And I know that like, doesn't hurt me. And have a lot of protein in it. Yeah. So like I can just eat them all day and I'm going to hit my protein goal. And you like, still have not gotten sick of them. No, I love, and I love them and I make them in the grossest way. I have to tell you. Okay. Oh, okay. This oh. <laughs> like 60 second little meatball. I can only eat six and they're like this, like little, okay. and I eat them also a disturbing way with non-fat Greek yogurt and like a hot sauce combo. It's really gross. Nobody likes it. I posted a TikTok video about it. Everyone said I was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the hot sauce I'm down for, but the no, like what? Non-fat Greek Greek yogurt. yogurt. Yeah. I don't know about that. It's just a thing. So do you dip it? Sour cream. I used to be a sour cream girl like before surgery. Okay. And they told me to replace sour cream with non-fat Greek yogurt. Right. Okay. Right. And I don't know why meatballs and sour cream would even make sense. But to me, I was like, mm, like that sounds like a good combo. <laughs> <laughs> and then I just eat it like that all the time. I don't know, but it has a lot of protein in it. It does. Yeah. It does. So it's good for you. Yeah. That was actually my go-to with Subway mm. right after surgery. Yeah. I would go in there and I would get eight meatballs with the <laughs> Okay, just go with me on this. So I would get eight meatballs. I didn't want any sauce in there. And I wanted them to put olives, mayo, salt and pepper. And that was it. And I would, oh, and cheese and cheese. Shredded cheese. Mix it around. And then I would mix it. Okay. And for some reason, I ate that because I would eat four and then I would save the other four for later. Yep. And I, I don't know why everybody thought I was the weirdest fucking person when I would go in there. They're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, I just want eight, eight yep. meatballs in the cup, mayo, olives, <laughs> cheese, Parmesan cheese, and salt and pepper. Yep. That's, See, and now just, I kind of want it. I, I totally want that. I, I think those are like comfort foods. So mm-hmm. then you get addicted and you're like, this feels good and mm-hmm. tastes good. So like, I'm just going to keep eating it. My other addiction, I literally have it right next to me. 
is um, those balanced cakes or Jitos. They're at my desk at all time. Like I eat one of those at least once a day. They have a wheat thin version and a cheese cracker version. Okay. They have eight grams of protein in them. Nice. So like it was getting your crunch and like a little chip factor in, but like still getting protein and it was low calories. So I eat those a lot. I still do protein shakes just like every once in a while. I feel like it's just a really easy way to hit 30. It you know, is. And like it get, is. To, get to have fun with the rest of the food throughout the day is what I say. What kind like, of protein powder or protein shakes do you drink? Fair Life. Okay, I same. used to resent it and be like, I'm not drinking Fair Life ever. And then I tried one and got obsessed with it. So mm-hmm. I just have the chocolate ones now. And then sometimes Premier Protein, the vanilla, but that's just because I can't find that. Fair life, but no power. I got so burnt out from the pre-op phase. And then the right after like like week one, Mm -hmm. using all of the, whatever required powders that they gave you at the hospital. It's like, well, I mean, we do know devotion. Devotion is delicious. Okay. You got to try it. it. Use our code OSLP shameless plug. And, um, it's delicious though. Like we've, I've baked with it. I've actually made a banana bread, not banana bread, sorry, pumpkin bread, a pumpkin roll for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, I've made cookies out of it. We've made brownies out of it. And then just having it in your shake. Mm-hmm. it's great. Wow. It's a yeah. little thick. If you like, I love thick protein shakes. Um, yeah. I, it has to have some sort of texture. It can't be watery. We've tried mm-hmm. so many protein shakes and mm-hmm. actually like mm-hmm. two weeks ago we did. And a lot of them were very watery. They're gross. And oh. I think that whole gross. time we didn't find one we liked. No, there's still stuff that sucks out there, guys. We're sorry. We're trying yeah. to find stuff that's good, but mm-hmm. we know devotion. It's, it's amazing. Her name mm-hmm. is Dana and the thickness on her stuff is amazing. Well, and I make waffles. Oh yeah, um, waffles. Yeah. So I make waffles, that. waffles with it and it's so freaking good. And I actually when I would watch my nieces a lot, I would have mm-hmm. include them in it. And so I would yeah. give them the flavor packets and I would be like, "What flavor do you want in your waffle today?" And so they would pick out oh. like birthday cake or monster cookie or any of those and then we would make waffles and that's what they would eat and they like they love them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and it's really cool because you can make the waffle, put the egg on top, or if you want some like avocado on there with the egg. So there's a lot of different ways to incorporate that. And then you're getting a protein packed and it's very nutrient dense. Yes. And you get that like, arr. like, I know, yes. I don't know about you. Did you have, I had the sensation of not like wanting to chew. Mm-hmm. Did oh. you have that as after surgery? I was, I know like after yeah. like the mushy phase puree phase i was like i want to fucking choose something so bad my soft foods phase they said i could have ritz crackers and so i would eat yeah i know that was on my soft foods but it's like you can literally at that point only eat like two yeah so every day two ritz crackers it was the best part of my day it's like "Mm, it was just so good because it was crunchy yeah you could Mm. eat it and that was my favorite thing and i would eat it with like um i make chicken salad with like shredded chicken or pureed chicken whatever mm-hmm. and no celery and i would eat it on my two little ritz crackers and break them up to a bunch of pieces and just like eat that so that was a big one i like it i like how creative you are with your with your meals i like fast and easy too mm-hmm. a lot of my stuff that people like know me from is grocery hauls like me going to walmart and i like to buy stuff like i don't have kids my husband's working, I'm doing my own thing. So like, I'm not like the housewife that's like cooking food for him. Mm-hmm. So we have our own separate things. So I like grab and go. Mm-hmm. What's the quickest. That's not going to take me a long time that I don't have to think about. I can't make an excuse for like 
why I ate bad today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so my fridge is stocked like with those balance breaks, with P3 packs, with turkey meatballs, with these little chicken bite things that I get. Like I love stuff. It's easy. You don't have to think about it. And the nutrition is just like perfect and fits in with what I need to get in each day. Oh, yeah. I love so, that. I yeah. love that. So if you guys are listening and you are not following her on TikTok, obviously you need to, because she has recipes, she has rants. <laughs> She has all of the ins and outs of her bariatric journey. Right. Uh, We definitely, definitely need to do a live or something with you. Oh my God. That would be so fun. Okay. We'll plan that. Yeah. Cause it's, it's different. Like I found that like Instagram weight loss surgery world Mm -hmm. community is way different than TikTok. It is. And, but they both have their good. Oh, yeah. It's just different. It's just way different. It's just different. Yeah. And before we let you go, I'm going to ask this because you are married and Kelly knows where I'm going with this. Oh, God. Oh, God. How is the sex life now? Because mine got 10 times better. So this is the part where if my parents are listening, they need to hang it up. But yeah, uh, great. I will tell that to my husband all the time. Like this, I feel like we're like just dating again. Like I really do. And he is like, I will say this too. Like he married me at my heaviest. He proposed to me at my heaviest. Like there was never an issue in regards to my weight. It's just how confident I am now. Like even just go out of my way and have like little outfits and stuff. Like that was never me. Right. I'm basically like curl the lights off. Like don't look. Don't make eye contact with me. Like let's, let's not. And now I feel like I get to be like his hot wife. Like I'll do my oh. hair and makeup and like get dressed up like that was, I didn't have enough courage to do that. Even Mm -hmm. with someone I was as open with as him. So it's been great. He's, and like I said, he's lost weight too. So we're both on that same like wavelength about feeling great about ourselves. So marriage is better than ever. Our sex life is better than ever. And fingers crossed, uh, there's no child. (laughs) Each month I'm like, please God, not yet. Not yet. I mean, are you guys wanting kids at least? Yeah. Okay, we're, so we're not preventing anything. I told myself once I had the surgery done, I'd not be getting on any sort of hormonal birth okay. control. Yeah. It didn't for me. It kind of messes me up. It yep. definitely caused me to gain a lot of weight too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're married. We have no reason not to have kids. I'm just traveling and like doing my thing right now and I'm still mm-hmm. losing weight. Yeah. I, I want to have them. Once I hit my goal weight, I think I'll be like, have a baby. It's all like Donkey Kong. Yeah. yeah. That's scary too, though. It is. Like, thinking about the regain after working so hard mm-hmm. to like lose all of this. Like, oh, and that's like with skin removal and stuff. People ask me about that. I'm like, not until I have kids. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do it and then regret it and go through all this back and forth. Mm-hmm. Just have a baby and be like, damn. Oh my God. It was, it was kind of funny because we got to interview, not like on the podcast, but we got to ask um, people from EOC, the plastic surgeons. And we yeah. I heard one of the girls be like, so should I wait for like having kids and then like get my surgery? Or what do you think? And Dr. Lazo was there. He's all just have your kids. I don't want to yeah. like there's no need. There's no need for yeah. us to try to like go back and repair things mm-hmm. like do yeah. you lose your weight? have your kids and then come see me Mm -hmm. Um, as was his like word of wisdom. And I was like, that makes sense. Like really, do you want to have multiple surgeries? Probably Mm -hmm. not. So if you can get it done in one Mm -hmm. swoop, cool. Like mommy makeover, let's go. Like that's (laughs) the one I'm down for. So let's get this done. I still have events. I like, there's certain days I'm sold. I want to do it. And then there's other days where I'm like, Ooh, that's a lot of money. 
That's the part. It's really just the money. Yeah. For me. I'm like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I look at myself and I'm like, like even now, like I'm not at my goal weight, but I'm like falling in love with like my body again. Even like the saggy, like saggy skin. Like when I see it, I'm like, just means I lost weight. Like whatever. Yeah. Like I don't think of it as like, oh, like I hate this about me, but I also haven't gotten to the point where it's like um, to me where I feel like people get frustrated with it and it's like in the way and it's obnoxious. Mm -hmm. I still have fat in there. So it's like, it's still like cushy. I think when it's going to bother me is when there's nothing in it. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. In the way. And you have to wear certain compression garments and stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm not there yet. I'm not sure if that will happen, Mm -hmm. but, um, it definitely sometimes like, especially under my arms, I notice um, a lot in like my stomach, like where my belly button and stuff is. Mm-hmm. But besides that, thankfully nothing crazy yet, but I still have like 40 to go. So I'm curious what that'll look yeah, like. Right. And yeah. if you're so young that like your, yeah. um, skin, like, is it like, no, I always say elasticity. Like, elasticity is yeah. amazing right now. I encourage yeah. you to work out as much as you can definitely yeah. do it mm-hmm. because it is going to help with the underarm stuff. Mm-hmm. immediately yeah. and I actually did like a lot of arm stuff when I started working out in that year I I actually I fell in love with working out I actually mm-hmm. started doing two a days and everything I I got into oh, cycling cool. I like to row that's really weird I'm like okay let's and do you like I, the elliptical and now like- this is new I like the elliptical as of like November of last year I love it but it's like you have to try all the different things mm-hmm. to figure out what you actually like mm-hmm. um and I really anybody that's listening that first year workout 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 because mm-hmm. it's going to help your skin Mm-hmm. It's going to help your mentality and yep. it's your, it's going to help your overall health, mm-hmm. um, to, to be honest. So yeah. if- oh, and I have this stigma, like I hate the gym, the gym sucks. And so I wouldn't go back because I only experienced the gym as an extremely overweight right. person. Yeah. Like it's, it really does suck at that point in time. It's the worst experience of your life. Yeah. But after you've lost the weight, you feel a lot better work, like running on the elliptical yeah. or the treadmill or walking. Like it's not. Like you feel stronger actually going there, not exhausted. Like you're just going to fall on the floor. So I've been pushing myself to go. And even though I have these thoughts, I'm like, I hate being there. When I get there, I enjoy it. Yeah, it's almost like going to work or school. You're like, it sucks. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then you're there like, it's totally fine. It's fine. fine. I don't know why I I anxiety about it. Right. You know, yeah, I do it to everything. I'm like, I don't want to go. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, I'm having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Just weirdos, you know, whatever. Well, well, Michaela, do you have any tips or tricks for the audience for right now for being, you know, 10 months out? Oh my gosh. I guess the number one thing I will say I have learned throughout this entire process is that the weight loss is never going to be consistent ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever, ever. But as long as you stay consistent, it will come off and you just have to keep going. It, and like you said, it, you might be a slow loser. You might be a fast loser. It really doesn't matter. Some weeks I would lose seven pounds and then gain three and then lose nothing. Like it's just all over the place. Mm-hmm. So I really do feel bad when people ask me how much were you losing each week in your first month? Mm-hmm. Because don't worry about that. As long yeah. as you're losing, as long as you feel good, just enjoy the journey Yeah. because you're never, we're truly never going to be able to experience something like this again. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's so life-changing, really enjoy it. Get to see your body changing and just like give yourself a lot of grace because you're doing all that you can and you already made the hardest decision. So correct. Just enjoy, 
enjoy the journey and give yourself a break. I love that. That's, That's a great that. way to end it. Because you're right. Way. The weight loss is not consistent. And don't compare your journey to somebody else's. Yes. Do not. Yeah. Do yep. not do it. Yep. So That's like my number one thing. Mm-hmm. Don't compare. Don't compare. Because mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. different. Well, in our body types. They're like, all different. I did want to touch this a little different. Did you notice anything different with your body type? Because I was like a box at 308 and now I have hips. So I had, I had huge boobs before I do not anymore. And like my stomach and my butt were huge. First thing I lost was my butt and my stomach now is like, like you can actually see me having boobs, but they're like significantly smaller. So my body type has changed. I definitely am like very curvy. And I see that when I wear, like, even, I, I wear shapewear still, yeah. but like, oh, yeah. it I gives me shape. It's mm-hmm. not just like compressing everything inside yeah. of me. Like it gives me like a, a waist yeah. and like a figure. So that's been the craziest change in photographs where like, I can see that I have curves and like, I don't have just like this, like my stomach or my butt like sticking out and everything. So that yeah. has been a weird change. My tailbone used to hurt really, really bad after surgery and oh, that went away. Nice. Yeah, did, did you ever get that tailbone thing? I had the tailbone. I think it was like after I'd lost like a bunch of weight. Cause I don't have a butt. She has no butt. I have no butt. And so when I lost, it was like, I really didn't have a butt. So then my yeah. tailbone hurt all the time. Yeah. When I sat, See, yep. my butt was huge. It went away. The tailbone hurt really bad. I had nothing. I, I don't know. And I've like always no had padding. that butt my whole life. So then I started walking a lot and it came, it came back. Like I have one again. So I'm Yay. very happy. Yeah. It returned. It returned. My signature, like I have a big butt, like that's me. And then it was like, oh my God, it's gone. Like, <laughs> Where are you? Come, Come back. Yeah. Come back. Well, well, here. Do lots of squats, it. do lots yeah. of lots of squats mm-hmm. and do lots of donkey yeah. kicks and you'll mm-hmm. have a big firm butt. Big butt. Big butt. Yep. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on again, Michaela. And if you guys want to follow her, we will have all of her information down below. Make sure to go give her a follow, tell her how amazing she is, and go watch all of her TikToks. Yeah. And we are just excited. I'm just I'm just excited to have interviewed you. So thank Thank you you for coming on. And for everybody listening, go over to jbyawards.com. We only have a couple more days to vote. Get yep. your room blocks, get your tickets, get your tickets and do all the things over there because mm-hmm. you're not going to want to miss this. We're celebrating no. for you guys, with you guys, and mm-hmm. there's lots of interaction at the show. Yes. So. All right. We love you guys and we will see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform you get your podcasts. And don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash OSLP for all your support needs. That's right. And we even have our own website so go over to arslevipodcast.com sign up for our newsletter get that free ebook and then don't forget to get your merch and also we're on youtube guys so type in our name hit that bell and hit subscribe and you're gonna see our lovely faces every single tuesday so thank you for listening to our sleep life podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time